0: Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi and welcome to episode four of Kulina Tahaf. Uh, the guest with me today is a good friend of mine um, who, who does animations of her own but also runs the Libyan creative page. Um, and I'm gonna let her introduce herself.
1: Hi everyone, alaikum. my name is Ella, uh, I am a computer science student living in Atlanta, and I do animations as Zahar mentioned, and I also run the Libin Creative, so I'm excited to talk about that today.
0: So um, talk a little bit about your animations, like where did you start that, like where did you get the inspiration for that, um, and how did that begin?
1: Yeah, so I've always uh, have been into art, and I've tried different mediums, like through high school and all that. Of course, like everyone tries painting, I think, and drawing and stuff like that, but it wasn't like giving me what I needed. And I think everyone goes into art, like looking for something. And so when I stumbled across animation, I'm pretty sure what happened was I probably saw a few animations um, along what I do now, that inspired me. And I just love that you could use like fluidity and shapes and colors to express feelings. So that's how I got into it. So my inspiration for animations, first and foremost, came from uh, Instagram, because I followed a lot of artists already. And so then just suddenly, by divine inspiration, I guess I just animation started popping up. Um, and I can't honestly even pinpoint a specific artist. Um, but if you go through my following on El Realm, or now it's still Realm, you can see everyone who I'm inspired by. Um, and so at first, I was like, well, how many people can really do animation? So I, I was hesitant. But then I was like, you know what, let me, let me look into it. So I started doing some research, YouTube specifically. And I realized it was much easier for me to get into than I thought it would be. And so then I just took off from there.
0: Like, did you, did you see something on YouTube that was like, that taught you animation? Or was it something that you're like, let me download a software and just practice it by myself and then kind of advance yourself from that?
1: So, yeah, I didn't really, like, I think at most the what I might've seen on YouTube was, well, if anyone who's gone into animations has probably, like tried the bouncing ball animation so I think that was the one of the only tutorials I saw and that was mainly to understand how the program worked so but in terms of me learning how to animate and like do what I do I would just like watch animations over and over and try to break it down in my head and I just enjoyed that process more too like it was just more satisfying to be able to break it down than learn it like someone telling you exactly what each frame looks like and whatnot. So yeah so really right. I just broke it down and to be honest well I don't know I feel like most people if you really take some time like slow down some animations and look at it you'll understand how each frame works
0: like it, I feel like with you it was such a totally different concept than everything that I'm used to you know like mm-hmm. um you can go I've seen like obviously there's animators out there right like youtube yeah. does animations and like a whole other bunch of people do animations but yours is just the way you went about moving the certain frames or just your animations in general, just the, the picture itself, is not something that we're absolutely used to. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. For so sure. That's why I was like,
0: I was like, where did you, you know, like where did that come about? That's really cool, you know. Like, um, how long did it take um uh, for you to learn it? Like, was it was it like over a couple of weeks, couple of days? Or was it just something that just came about very, very quickly?
1: So I guess this question depends on at at what point do you stop learning? Because, you know, you could ask me a year from now, how long did it take me to learn it? And if I'm still animating them, I tell you like three years from today. And in that same way, I feel like, I don't know. So I guess we can benchmark it by the first time I posted anything. And so the first time I posted anything was maybe like six months after I had started, but not to like toot my own horn or anything, Um, from the first animation that I practiced with. And so the first thing I ever did was actually a blinking eye after the bouncing ball animation. I did a blinking eye because I kind of had in my head, I understood how an eye works, right? Your eye starts when it's open and then you have, you know, depending on how many frames you want to do, like quarter closed, half closed, fully closed and then it opening um so i'm really captivated by just like eyes blinking i think it's super pretty so I was just doing that to be honest from my first trial it looked it was choppy but but you could tell that it was like an eye blinking so yeah i guess it really just depends on like where you benchmark what is learned and what isn't
0: it's it's not like everything is gonna come out perfect first try but you can always like oh you know what like it's going the right way you know what i mean
1: for sure, like, yeah.
0: That's a, obviously things take time with learning, but so it, it literally just took you like just the first couple of steps about then AutofT and you know it's it's going well. And then you just kept going from there and learning different things and different techniques and so on and so forth.
1: Yeah, it probably took me a week to understand how this a program worked. And I was like like literally day and night just working on it because I was like loved it so much. And then from that I it just kept going. Um, and so then, when you found my Instagram account, that was probably peak like me of just like tur- turning out animations. And I literally there was not a single day that I wasn't in the process of creating an animation or I wasn't in the middle of a project. Yeah.
0: do you do you do you draw it on the program itself, or do you draw it on something else and then move it on there?
1: On the a program I use, and I've used a few programs. Um, You know, some make it easier to just directly draw on there or not, but I always just stick to drawing on there.
0: And then it just like, you just do it by frame by frame pretty much. And then just come out as it is like, what are the, what are the, some of the programs that you've used so far?
1: So the first one, like I mentioned was Adobe flash, but they stopped making the program. Like it, I don't think you can even buy it anymore. So after my month trial was over, I tried to look for something else. And at the time, and I still am a col- a broke college student, so I looked for some um, <laughs> free animation softwares. And the one that I actually came across was Krita. So it's K-R-I-T-A. Um, and so to anyone who wants to get into it and is too intimidated maybe by the price point or like you don't know what tools you need, as long as, and I have a cheap like drawing tablet too. And Krita, you can really make it work. Of course, it's not it's not the best program I've ever used. It's kind of, you know, sometimes it'll crash or whatnot, but you can get stuff done. You can get some practice in there. And then um, finally I decided to, you know, put my big girl boots on and I uh, subscribed to the Adobe Creative Cloud. And now I animate on Adobe Animate, which is by far the best
0: program. The cool thing is with Adobe is that once you're, um, once you're subscribed to it, you have, a whole realm of different things to access. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like it's not only anime. you have, you could do photo editing. You could like pretty much dabble in everything creative. Yeah. Which is something that I tried myself getting into. Cause like in the beginning, I was like, you know what uh, I want to practice. Cause I'm in market or oh, graduated marketing. Mm-hmm. Right? So I was like, um, let me get the creative cloud so I can try illustrate um, like um, in design yeah and then i i tried lightroom photoshop pretty much like everything but like i feel like it's uh a little difficult looking at adobe and trying to figure out what everything does like even with tutorials even after that you'll still be a little bit lost yeah know what i mean
1: i know i agree i mean i tried to dabble with photoshop and illustrator and a couple of other things dude the learning curve is so difficult um, but subhanallah animate didn't wasn't too difficult for me and i i i think it's one of the easiest of the all the programs it's really straightforward compared to everything else in my opinion so
0: is it because maybe you really wanted to learn it that's why it went it, it went as easy as it did for you
1: yeah i think that's a level to it like i said that first week Um, the first week I have a new program I just like get at it and I keep going um, and I just figure it out but also the program itself is not too complicated like let me tell you this with photoshop and I've been trying to use photoshop uh, lately for some other living creative projects I'll like try to figure something out for an hour and then I'll go google it and then when I get the solution I'm always like why was that the way to do it like it doesn't make sense to me but Adobe Animate is more intuitive, I think. Like, it's pretty simple. You know that you have your layers, you have your frames, and then you have your tools. And there's nothing, like, fancy or weird about it. And also, like, what you're doing with Animate is not as complex as what you're trying to do with Photoshop. So I, I generally do think that it is easier than other programs.
0: Do you think anybody can learn animation? Absolutely. Or does it take a certain, a certain person?
1: No, I think... Well, yeah, I guess it does take a certain person and the certain person it takes is just someone who is willing to put time into something and then, you know, watch it grow and, and be beautiful because like, otherwise, if you're just like thinking that from the first try, you're going to create a beautiful animation that people will just like love and you're going to get famous off of it. It's not going to happen, but if you're into it and, and your inspiration is, you know, pure then I think anyone can do it.
0: Like, obviously things don't come out perfect from the first try, but did you ever, did you ever face out, like going into it, did you ever face hardships and go, you know what, like, this is probably not for me and I'm just going to stop as is, maybe in the work or maybe just mentally, socially, whatever it be.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And to be completely candid, I think right now in my animation career, that's probably where I left off. So there are some hardships of course when you're inside a project like whether it's a skill-based hardship because you know I haven't learned this type of transition before or if it's like a mental creative block or if it's just like feeling crappy about myself and thinking I'm not creative enough to do something like this and like who am I to be trying to make animations and act like I'm like you know an artist or whatever um <laughs> But then, you know, bigger picture, you also face hardships where, you know, you've made animations, you've gotten validation, and then it's like, okay, but what now? Like, where do I go from here? Do I keep making the same animations? Am I going to stick with this? Like, and then another thing is if you look at my animations, and maybe other people don't see it, and I just see it because I'm the one making them, I feel like I'm just making the same thing over and over and over.
0: but I feel like that's, see, that's a, that's what I was saying in the beginning. Like, your your style is something very different. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't go and on Instagram and go, hey, that person does the exact same thing. Yeah. Like, what, you got to find your own creative style. Like, at least for me, and I'm not just saying this, Like mm-hmm. at least from my point of view, it's the same types of animation, but it's not the same thing yeah as different things so you know what I mean like you've gone about it with you've you did one with Bambino once where you did like music and then there's like ones where you've done of your friends and they, like it goes a bunch of different routes it's not the same thing over and over and over again yeah you know what I mean
1: yeah and so that's what I'm saying too right like maybe other people who are seeing it that similarity that I'm seeing it might be them just being like oh yeah that's a work like that's what makes it hers um, but to me, like the fact that even if I am the common denominator, something about them all having a common denominator, just like, <laughs> ah, I hate it. But, um, yeah. Cause <clears throat> have
0: you, have you tried something different? Maybe yeah, like, different styles? I guess. And that didn't, that, didn't, that didn't click. I'm guessing.
1: So, yeah. So there's a couple of things. I've tried different styles and of course it takes time to like develop different styles or different skills for me to right. do what I want to do. Um, but I guess I just haven't gotten to it. And I think I really did just need a break for a little bit to, you know, chill out, focus on something else, and then come back to it when I'm ready. Because another thing, with like any art, I hate forcing myself to get into it, because at that point, it's not a passion project anymore. You know, if you're just pushing yourself.
0: You won't even get the inspiration. Like, yeah, with, I feel like with inspiration, like, like, for example, taking my podcast, mm-hmm. how long have I been saying that I've been wanting to do this? Like, think yeah. about it. <laughs> too long let's be real it's been almost a year so like I just had to sit back a little bit just let it simmer yeah figure out because things didn't like when I first started it things didn't go my way like Mm -hmm. the audio was coming out choppy like it didn't sound like I wanted to um I didn't have the motivation like I feel like with art in general or just creative passions Mm -hmm. you gotta just if something's not clicking or something's not working out, you just gotta sit back, relax, and let the inspiration come to you. Yeah. Like, so said it to me before where, where he goes in when he's editing photos. He goes, Sometimes when I take a photo, I kind of just, I like, I'm like, ah, no, I'm not gonna edit. This is not coming out. No, no, no. And then he just leaves it. Mm-hmm. And then two, three days, maybe a week, maybe a year whatever the, the time period be he comes back to it and he goes ah now I know how to edit it because maybe I he's come across inspiration or have seen something mm-hmm. yeah like I feel like that's just how art's supposed to be in general like you can't just like go ha here's art yeah. I'm gonna make this today yeah you know you kind of just have to and it just has to go click yeah you know?
1: for sure and, and that's so true about what he said and sometimes you come back to it and you've like you've learned something Too. Like, it's not just inspiration. Sometimes you get back to something and you've learned new things, and now you're like, okay, well, now I can move forward. It's not going to be the same, or, you know, this can be better. And I've also done the same thing where I've like made a whole animation, like, I spent a week on it or something. And then after it's done, I hate it so much and I don't post it. And then one day I'm cleaning up my computer, I find the animation, and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Like, why did you never post this? (laughs) So, yeah, sometimes you just need to give yourself space from yourself.
0: Is, uh, where do you where do you get like the inspiration in general? Like, is it something in your everyday life for your for your pieces, or do you kind of just like give yourself space and just let it simmer for a little bit and then kind of?
1: It just depends. Some things um, I'll just be listening to music, and then I can like visualize, you know, how the flow of the movement is looking like, like what you know colors are popping to me. And then sometimes I'm inspired by seeing other art, like whether it's animation or not. And, you know, based on what that, the feeling I get from looking at art, I want to emulate that feeling in my own way. And and sometimes it's like, I'll be sleeping, like about to sleep. And I'm like, you know what would be really cool? If like this girl is blinking and then suddenly she starts melting and her hair like falls off and then she becomes like a fish or something. Um, So it just depends, you
0: know? So it's just like just random thoughts. Do you go just like, random. let's say you're in bed. Yeah. Do you just do you just like let's say like you're in bed. It's two a.m. and then somebody just clicks. Do you just get up and animate, or do you write it down and then and then go? I'm gonna do this in the morning. Or
1: yeah. Sometimes I try to go back to sleep. Sometimes like you know what you're tired. You have school. And then sometimes the idea is so exciting to me that I cannot sleep. So I have to get up and just <laughs> go for it. And you know, the sad thing about my creative process with anything like schoolwork and living creative animation is like for it to be perfect, it has to be a nonstop process. Like I cannot take breaks. So really? Yeah. So then like for me, my favorite pieces have been a nonstop process Um, because when you take the break, like the the momentum goes down. But yeah, my favorite pieces have been ones where like I started at like maybe 12 a.m. And I stayed up until 11 a.m. the next day, just working on it. And then I can sleep happy.
0: So see, I feel like if you do that, sometimes things don't come out as you intend them to be. Yeah. Like at least, and I'd argue for the better for me,
1: I'd argue for the better though, because let me tell you this, another uh, like secret of my creative process, especially for the type of animations I do, you have to be a little cracked out. Like you have to be a little woozy. So you know, five (laughs) hours of sleep deprivation in, and that's when like the creative juices start flowing and the magic starts happening. So
0: that's that's kind of funny. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like you just go, "Ha!" You know what? Like now I have no sleep. Now I can see weird things. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Do you do you see yourself loving just animations, or do you want to dabble into all kinds of other arts?
1: Um. Well, I love all types of art just as a viewer um I don't know that I would go into every single type of art though and you know I kind of enjoy just being a viewer sometimes you know sometimes I think let me give up animation and just be someone who you know commentates and loves and appreciates art art." yeah so but yeah um sometimes I'm like well let me get into crocheting or whatever or
0: you know whatever it is definitely definitely I feel like with with at least the 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 fashion Mm art you can't get into it even if you want to if you're not good with your hands
1: Mm,
0: yeah at least from me yeah you know what I mean like I'm I I can't do anything with my hands like I I can't I can't like even make a coffee without spilling (laughs) or I can't eat without making a mess like I'm very yeah very 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 you need to be
1: more dainty you got to be a little more dainty (laughs)
0: I, I literally can't like I've tried like if you ask my friends like they they all will see like they've all seen it firsthand like I get I'm, I make a mess out of everything and nothing that I can do with my hands comes up perfect
1: listen I believe in you and I challenge you to just be sleep deprived and go into something and maybe magic will happen but uh, uh I'm,
0: gonna, I'm gonna definitely <laughs> I'm gonna definitely try that out
1: hey it worked for me so
0: do you think your animations will go 3d other than the 2d visuals that we're used to from you
1: so funny you say that because at some point in my animations um so i study computer science and for a while i wasn't really sure what i wanted to go into in terms of specialties so i was like well what why don't i just go into game design or like um media and whatnot because then i would be able to learn 3d animations because let me tell you okay once upon a time i really had the dream of taking my animations to a like completely other level And if you ask like Sally, I used to tell her like my crazy dreams. She was so supportive all the time. But I really wanted to get to the point of like creating VR and just like, you know, my animations are just in a little square on Instagram. But I was like, what if I could get people to like fully immerse themselves in this experience of just like fluidity and colors and whatnot. So, yeah, at one point I did um, consider it. I don't know that I will, but, you know, moving forward, but who knows? Maybe when I'm, in, when I'm at Zaza and there's more like technology and stuff like that, I'll get into it.
0: <laughs> or, or when you've had a little more practice. Yeah, one or the other, whichever one easy.
1: comes first,
0: <laughs> whichever comes first. <laughs> Have you ever thought of turning it into a business though? Or is it just something for self-expression?
1: Yeah, at some point I thought like, let me do commissions or whatnot, but I hated doing commissions and no shade to anyone who wanted a commission for me or anything, but I guess my whole creative process is just like you know thinking of weird stuff randomly like when you're about to fall asleep or you're driving or listening to music so I don't think I could make it a business
0: I feel like even when you put commissions you're kind of putting a start and a stop date on yeah. your inspiration yep. and I think some people it's easy for some people it depends on the art that they do yeah no
1: I completely agree I've talked to other artists too who like do commissions and I think no artist truly loves commissions because like you said you're putting a start and end date to your work and then another thing it's like you don't have full creative process unless someone comes to me and is like I want to buy the next animation you make like you have to dedicate it to me but do whatever you want to it then maybe but that's not how commissions work and still then like you know how earlier I mentioned like the Like purity of your inspiration i feel like if you're like motivated by money or worldly things that also kind of changes the way that you go into it anyway
0: it kind of ruins the purpose of art and self-expression to begin with
1: yeah to me at least i wouldn't say to everyone but yeah it takes a little bit of, of the magic away
0: so moving on talk a little bit about the libyan creatives because that's something like that's a project of yours that I'm also very, very, very fond of. Yeah uh, And I, 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 could, I think I can call myself a day one, to be honest. Oh
1: absolutely. So yeah, I love the Liby- so where creative. That,
0: Like where did where did you come up with the idea for that? Like where did you see the inspiration?
1: Mm. So um, I've always been super proud of like Libyans and whatnot. Um, and so I've always wanted to do something about Libyans, even like from middle school high school in high school, I wanted to create um, a North African collective of not necessarily just artists, but something of art, something to show my heritage. Uh, And then, you know, I kind of forgot about it for a while. I even made an Instagram, but I didn't post or anything because I like just didn't have the motivation to do it. But um, as I was doing animations and I started posting on Instagram and like subhanAllah, I, I just started coming across these Libyan artists a you being one of them uh, and even Sadiq, I was just like so fond of everyone and Dunya too and of course my friend Sally and Farhad like I was like wow like some people don't get to see this art and I'm sure there's more art that I'm not seeing so then I posted on Twitter I think yeah yeah on Twitter I was like yeah, I've always wanted to create like a collective of Libyan artists like but I, I just like haven't gotten to it or whatever and you had actually um, replied to me like, "Do it" or something, just like hyping me up. And I was like, you know what? If Zahar, who's been always supporting me through my animations and whatnot, says I can do it, let me try. Um, so yeah. So then I made the account, and I think so because it was actually my first uh, feature. Yeah, he was the first. Look at look at us. <laughs> look at <the> <laughs> Um But
0: real, because like like I, like I like I remember I remember like when when I had found a you. Mm -hmm. right after that i had found well actually probably around the same time i found eh, probably before that like we had already been following each other right so then on twitter and on insta and then i was like when you posted let me start this i was like you know what that's actually something that i would genuinely appreciate yeah because i feel like as libyans living abroad or even in like or just living in north america you kind of have this identity crisis like, who do I belong to? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: And it's something like that a lot of us deal with. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Because when we go back home, we go to to Majanib. and then when we're outside, <laughs> when we're like, I've, when we're here, you know, as they tell Dubino. us, "Oh yeah, yeah, y- you're not, you're not from here. Like, go back to your country." You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. No, for sure. So,
0: like the Libyan creatives is something very very cool you know what I mean like you finally Thank get you. to see people all over uh, expressing themselves in different ways no matter what it be like that's that's the cool thing that I found about it is that you didn't specifically choose Libyan photographers Mm-mm. or Libyan artists it's yeah. kind of like just Libyan creatives.
1: and then another like element to that is anytime like since middle school or high school or whatever I wanted to like have some sort of showcasing of Libyans or North Africans it's also because it's really heartbreaking every time you introduce yourself as a Libyan or anytime you Google Libya, all you like see is war and like pain and just like destruction. And it's like, well, no, that's not it. Like, even if you go straight to Libya, there are so many like creatives, like the people are so like Flaibine and the people of the diaspora are also so Flaibine and so creative. And, and I wanted to showcase that beauty and so the whole like logo for the Libyan creative is a zine dedicated to showcasing Libyan creatives around their world, their art and their aspirations because it's not limited to, you know, a specific Libyan, it's not limited to a specific creative. And hopefully that's the goal I achieve.
0: Where, like, what do you define as a Libyan creative, or at least what does that term mean to you? Is it anybody that does art or or does that include content creators or what is it all in all?
1: Yeah. So I didn't call it the Libyan artists because although I guess creative is still an artist, but I want it to be really broad. Um, so Libyan creative is anyone who creates anything, um, that more or less is a positive impact. So, um, you know, I've featured content creators, I've featured vloggers photographers, you know, fashion designers, architects. artists, poets, architects, of course, crocheters, uh, you know, I've even like pottery makers. So it's really anything. Um I think one thing, I am a little bit specific about who I feature though. So No, definitely. Yeah, I just mean,
0: you can't have everybody regardless of how much you love a certain person.
1: Right. Yeah, for sure. Because um just for the sake of the integrity of the magazine, because I don't want this to just be some random Instagram that reposts, because we have enough Libyan repost page, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no shade to anyone. <laughs> um,
0: like there's a bunch of meme pages and yeah. a bunch of like
1: Yeah, quote you know, unquote beauty Libyan pages. beauty pages. Yeah. yeah. So But yeah, so I do try to uphold some integrity. Like I have some rules for myself. Um, No fan art, like no, um, uh, like recreative art. For the most part, I really try to look for original art because I think that's more authentic. Just for me, of course, I'm not like, you know, (laughs) ruler of what art is and isn't, but for the sake of this magazine. And then another thing is when I'm featuring art, which, you know, I've had some issues with people um, in the past of just like when you're, when I'm showcasing a piece or you or whatever, I really, you know, try to get the most high quality, like pictures and everything. Cause of course, unfortunately right. I can't go around taking pictures of you and your art. Like I'm, so I can only work with what you give me. And I really need you to give me, you know, something that is worth posting on a magazine.
0: So do you have like, issues with 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 what they send you or is it just like the screenshots are not coming out as is
1: uh, not the art specifically ever uh, so um just sometimes okay so what i think some people try to treat the living creative page as which is fine like i'm not on my hor- high horse you know is just as a repost page And so sometimes the art will be taken really blurry or in bad lighting or literally the canvas itself or like the paper it's drawn on or or whatever will be just like in love with like, why would you send me a piece of work with like food on it? You know what I mean? Um, And so, but the reason I bring it up because it's like no shade to these artists, by the way, like I really, you know, I still want to feature you. I want to feature living Creatives is that... um, Living creative does sometimes get treated as a repost page, which I totally understand why people feel that way because I do repost art. Um, but I'm trying to move away from that and to just like really show that this is, inshallah, going to be something bigger. You know, I'm working on some things right now. And inshallah, yeah, I, I get away from that stigma.
0: Where do you where do you see it going? Any uh, hints?
1: Um, well... I guess the, so I guess some hints, hmm. I'm I'm currently developing a website um, and that's the hint for now. But as you can imagine, I need a website because I need to, I want to do bigger things. That's my hint though. Right.
0: And you, so you definitely see it getting bigger than just from your basic, you're just your Instagram.
1: Inshallah, maybe not in terms of audience. I don't know how many people are willing to support the Living Creative more than this, but as far as what I'm doing, Listen, Zahar, you could be the one person following me and I'm going to keep those.
0: I mean, like I said, like it's, it's an initiative that, I've, that, I've, that has allowed me as a person to get inspiration, to get motivation. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as Libyans living abroad, even Libyans back home, we kind of need the inspiration to develop ourselves, to develop our work, whatever our work be. know what i mean yeah absolutely because we all we all see ourselves becoming bigger than what we are but it's kind of hard going that way with the world being as it is yeah
1: absolutely what i mean Mm -hmm.
0: there's whether you're in libya with whatever's going on Mm -hmm. or covid or you know economy being garbage yeah like there's a lot of problems going on in our world so if if i don't have if i didn't i don't think if i had the libyan creators page i don't think i would have advanced my love towards art Mm. the way that i did
1: oh that's such a great thing to do
0: because i i I, like that's one of the reasons that i wanted you to speak on the libyan creatives page Mm -hmm. is to show people what this actually means to you you know what i mean yeah
1: oh it means so much man
0: because because the thing is like no one appreciates things as they are they wait for it to get bigger yeah Uh, all of us are like that Mm -hmm so it's kind of disappointing to see that right now people aren't giving it what it deserves but inshallah maybe if you develop it and it goes the way that you're hoping it goes
1: yeah inshallah maybe yeah.
0: It, it, it'll get better so what did you expect in the beginning like when you made the page did you have a bigger picture in mind or was it let's keep it small for not well not well obviously you don't want to keep it small mm-hmm. for now and we'll, uh, so we all want it to start slow in the beginning and then go bigger from there yeah but did you always see the bigger picture
1: uh I think so I think anytime I get into any project I think you know I kind of map out what I think it can branch out to and, and you know in my head later on when I get to that point I can decide whether I want to go down that road or not but yeah, I mean, when I started it, I tried to be realistic. I knew either this flops, which is fine, because had said that I could do it, and at least I'll have one follower. And <laughs> if it grows, that would be amazing. And inshallah, I have the resources to give the people who support the Libyan Creative, you know, what they deserve. So that they're not just, you know, basing their love for Libyan Creative it's just on an Instagram account, so that I can go into bigger things, whether it be Merge or or other things that I won't mention right now. But um. Yeah, um, I think, let me tell you this though, in terms of maybe not an expectation, but an aspiration that I have for the Libyan Creative, which I do see sometimes and I don't see is Libyans supporting each other. Alhamdulillah, I'm really happy with the following that I have on the Libyan Creative and the people who you know trust the Libyan Creative enough to show their art on there. I do wish that more people commented on the posts, not for my sake, but for these artists' sake, because I think you have to be a little vulnerable to showcase your art and to showcase your identity, um, and so I think, inshallah, hopefully one day the community grows like stronger and people are more supportive of each other, in the living creative and outside of it too.
0: Is it so? Like, from what you've said, is it hard for them to get them on board? No. Or do they just go? You know what? That's a good idea. Let me just send you.
1: No, so recently I haven't been reaching out to people to feature them. In the beginning, I was because um, obviously people don't know the Living Creative then. But as soon as I would hit right. them up, they would be so excited, so happy about it. Alhamdulillah. And that made my heart grow like for Living Creatives and their art because you know you reach out to them and you see like, oh, the need has been here all this time and people just weren't really looking at it and no one did anything about it. So yeah, it's never been difficult to feature anyone no
0: you think it's because we're progressing as a society? Like, let's say, look at, let's say four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like the demand for art in general, maybe not even four or five years ago. Actually, you know what? Four or five years ago, the demand for art wasn't as big as it is now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, there's way more, there was creatives. Mm-hmm. It's just the creative world wasn't as big as it is now now you have instagram going growing with a platform as big as it is you have twitter growing as big as it is you know what i mean like it's the world is more intertwined and everything is more globalized yeah you know what i mean for
1: sure so i agree with that part the fact that um the creative community is more globalized but i wouldn't say that the need just started now because um i know even just from older libyans that i know Um, and Libyans living in Libya, that the creative community has always been there, you know, and the Libyan creative doesn't do anything to add to that because they've always been there. They've always been thriving and shining. The one thing that I hope the Libyan creative might do is like show it to everyone else who maybe doesn't know about the community or, you know, isn't a creative themselves, but appreciates art. Um, It's, It's
0: definitely existed, but I feel like the access wasn't as big as it is now. Yeah, I, mean, I think have, that people have are a more connected access. now, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's, like, there's so much more access to a lot of things now that four or five years ago, you didn't have access to. For sure, for sure. Um, do you think with the Libyan creative page, you hope to change Libyan society's mind on or do you think that's something that's just going to stay as is? Yeah.
1: Um, I think yes and no. So I say yes and no because that's like not my one goal of just like people destigmatizing art as a useless like career. Um because I think, but what I do think is hopefully, even if you're not into art, even if you still want to go be a dictator this or whatever, that the being creative just shows hope that beautiful things can still and are still and have been always coming out of Libya. And so hopefully that inspires Libyans, whether they do it full time or part time to see art as something beautiful that Libyans can create. And hopefully that adds to the hope of, you know, Libya's future. But um, on that note though, this is something we've talked about before too. I do have aspirations of inshallah, like bringing, um, uh, providing, an art culture for the youth in Libya. Uh, Because as far as I know, and of course, I don't know everything as a diaspora Libyan. As far as I know, I I haven't seen a lot of like uh, art initiatives for kids. Like here in the States, we have art in you know schools and you're always pushed to do it. Like you even have APR, you're pushed to go into art schools and stuff like that. And I want to provide that for Libyan kids too in Libya.
0: that's That's the whole. Idea of this too, right? Yeah, like I want to go, I want to be able to go back to Libya and go, you know, what, they become an animator, yeah, like you know, give them the tools necessary in order to de- to develop themselves and advance themselves towards the art that they're looking to get into, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, obviously, like Ayub said this to me, not everything is accessible in Libya. And more so in the Middle East. Absolutely. I feel like the world doesn't see us as artists. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know, like they don't, there's, and also because of the the stigma in our community with regards to art, there's a lot of like art tools that you're not able to get Mm -hmm. in Libya or in the Middle East in general. Like for example, the Wacom tablet. Yeah. You was like, you said that he, he, like a lot of the stores in Troubles, didn't have it mm-hmm. you had to buy it from outside Libya so that's kind of, that's kind of something that I've that I want to do with the, the creative agency like bring those tools to Libya so that even if they don't end up going into it in their futures they still have them to test out if they like it or not yeah you know what I mean
1: yeah I think providing opportunity for anything is the biggest way um to just like inspire people and like you said like if it's if it's a resource-based issue I think that isn't easy in quotation marks fix you know like it breaks my heart that for you know a kid who wants to get into animation the one thing that's stopping him is that he can't get a freaking whack-on tablet for Libya because yeah you know how hard is it to get whack-on tablets into Libya because or computers or you know right. education about it so yeah
0: and even and even prices are very expensive. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like for example, if they were to get a, an iPad, it's a lot more expensive it is in Libya mm-hmm. than it would be getting it in Turkey, for example, or or in Canada or in the States. Right. So it kind of just like stops them where they are because we all have access to the internet, mm-hmm. right? So inspiration may be difficult, maybe... But with access to the internet, a lot of us see, you know, what? like, I'll go watch a YouTube video on how to, how to edit this or how right. to edit that. You know what I mean? So they all see that, but it's more so the, the resources in order for them to do such things. It's kind of hard to get.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's kind of the depressing part. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. You know what I mean? For sure. And it's
0: like, it's, and it's because of price, price is also another, like, um, obstacle. Because the financial levels of certain people, they can't afford to do things just for fun. Yeah, You know what I mean? Or just to do it as a hobby.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, And then you bring up a good point. And there are obviously like even like psychological studies about this, about like where you are in terms of like which needs have you fulfilled? And unfortunately, like being creative or like, you know, create making art or viewing art is not one of the first needs that you're trying to fulfill you know if we can't get our communities to fulfill their basic needs how are we going to prove to them that you know art art is worth it or even computer science or like whatever it is that you know people want to pursue
0: and i feel like that's because do you think it's because we live in north america that we have such a progressive mindset towards art or is it just because of how what's art, what has art done to our lives?
1: Um, I think it's neither. To be honest, I think that um, maybe we do have progressive views of art in terms of the type of art that we're okay with consuming. But I think Libya has always had a very like rich, deep art history and art culture. What I think though is like back to my point about which needs you're fulfilling. Alhamdulillah most people who are living outside of libya are getting their basic needs fulfilled like they can go to school they have you know running water electricity at all times wi-fi food and so they have the time and they have the privilege to pursue their creative dreams where as in libya you know when you're in the middle of a war zone you know sometimes it doesn't seem worth it to get into art or creativity So I think it is um, a part of living outside has to do with it. And also maybe not because they're like Ayyub, right? And other artists are in Libya right now and they're creating beautiful, like amazing, talented art. So who knows?
0: See, here's the thing. I didn't mean progressive as in we're we're very like compared to Libya. See, What I meant is that like my parents, for example, aren't as accepting of art. Mm-hmm. As a janab, you know what I mean. Like, if I go to my dad and go, "Hey, you know what, Bob? I'm, I'm gonna, like, I'm not gonna go into marketing. I'm gonna go be a be an artist. Or I'm gonna go be a tabach." Yeah. Like, my parents would be like, eh, "What are you doing with your life?" You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's the that like like I said earlier, like that that's the stigma we have as Libyans. Like, yeah, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I, I so agree. Like I that, think so, but you know what? I st- still think that that comes from like needing to fulfill your needs like right why why would you go into art if that doesn't make you money if that's the stigma right and I think people have that um just perspective that stigma on art and going into creativity uh,
0: Is it? It's, it's probably because of how they were raised like you know like you gotta be like I feel like as Libyans you know what I mean? it's, not yeah. like, it's not like because art doesn't always get you the money that you want. Yeah, I think that's how to it. doesn't always get you the fame sure. that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Is there something that you've learned from the Libyan creatives that you've incorporated into your life? Mm-hmm. That is a, such a good question. Because um, at least for me, it's keep going.
1: Yeah. I think
0: that's, that's one of the things that no matter what the difficulties you face in front of you, mm-hmm. there's there's always a way to do what you want to do yeah
1: well that's a great one like
0: like um my, my, I'm always gonna look at you because I I can speak to him because I've spoken to him right mm-hmm. so bozone ma Dai, like when when Travis was being like attacked yeah like for days he didn't have internet because I'm the uh yeah uh, but still was able to put out great work you know Mm -hmm. and he didn't be like oh no this is happening I'm gonna stop being me you know he he went on and and he was able to be himself yeah and that's something like you one of the things that I've learned is be true to oneself and to is keep going regardless
1: yeah no that's a great lesson I think yeah to hop off of that Living creative just shows me that it's worth pursuing art and your creativity because I've seen so many people from different parts of the world, you know, and they don't have to make art related to Libya or whatever, but they're still all somehow connected because they're from Libya. So whether they're doing art full-time or not, it just shows me that it's like worth, you know, getting in touch with your creative side. If that, if that's within you.
0: Like what advice would you give to yourself, to your younger self, based on what you've learned like whether whether it be animation or whether it be regards to um creativity
1: Mm. I would say just like hold on to your aspirations and go for them stop doubting yourself like hold on to your living creative uh, identity and you know be proud of it and go forward because that's what I did, you know, maybe later in life as an animator and as the founder of Bean Creative. But had I done that earlier, I think I would have had a deeper connection with myself and with art and with media even.
0: Imagine if you had stopped.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, thank you very much, Ala. Uh, I really appreciate you being here today. Thank you
1: for having me. I enjoyed this. It's a pleasure. I'm so glad you finally did the podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would do a little, little sub, but I don't know how so <laughs> uh trust me you should see you should see well, cause i had one of my friends keep messaging me mm-hmm. like every little while i be like are you doing it are you doing yeah it? Are you doing it yeah and then i i finally posted like i was like guess what i'm starting because yeah. i bought the mic yeah right? and then uh he was like he messaged me he's like what finally gave you the push and i was like i guess just time yeah something just clicked and i had um, Amal tell me how to work the software and things so if it wasn't shout for out me to, talking shout about out to Amal. <laughs> if it was for people talking well me talking about my passions I don't think I would have been able to do what I do mm. well, I'm proud of you <laughs> thank you um, uh, inshallah you'll see more to come assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and this has been episode 4 of Quran Haf.